My name is Emily, and you are listening to the Fill Your Cup podcast. This is a space that allows you to press pause on the hustle of life and relax into conversations that will awaken, inspire, and empower your mind, body, and soul. From health, wellness, self-mastery, ancient wisdoms, and all things in between, tune in each week for your dose of all the good vibes. So are you ready? Sit back, relax, and let's fill your cup. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the Fill Your Cup podcast. I am so freaking excited today, guys. I can feel like the energy just coursing through my body, but I have one of the most amazing women ever on the podcast today. Um, She is a beautiful friend. Of course, I met her through Instagram because how else do you meet people these days? But I have Krizel on the show today. Krizel, again, met over Instagram. Um, she hosts conscious events in Los Angeles, um, bringing women together, community together, empowering them through just like all these super high vibe workshops. And I've, I've been to about like geez, five, I think out of the seven, I'm like, I will be at everyone I can get to because these events are like so life-changing, so valuable. And Krizel's entire journey, you guys, just she is such a magnificent, just like magical human being. So I could go on and on, but I am just going to give it right on over to Krizel and I'm just so grateful to have you here today to finally be chatting and to like jam out about all the things. Oh, thank you, Emily. That was so sweet. Oh, yes. No, like, uh, I again, chills, you guys. This is going to be a magnificent episode. I'm, yeah, I'm so grateful for your friendship. And it's so crazy how um, a platform that has been seen as, you know, not always the best thing has brought so much beauty into both of our lives. Um, and yeah, I'm so grateful your support for your support and for you coming to all these events. And it's just so amazing to watch you grow and become the woman who you are today. Like I've literally seen you grow in the last like year and to, and you doing this and me being on your podcast, it's just like so much, so much abundance and like fruition. And I'm so proud of you. Oh, okay. Now I'm crying. And again, like chills everywhere. And it's only because like, again, Krizel's energy is so magnetic, you guys. And just again, this friendship we've been able to cultivate. I, I am so grateful. So, oh my God, we can have a love fest. Like we should just do a p- podcast like to love fest on each other. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> I know I can feel cry, but cry if you need to. I mean, it's just, um, mm. God, yeah, the, the feeling is so mutual and mm. it's just amazing. This is all amazing. So I'm so happy to be here. I'm so proud of this um, podcast that you've built and I'm so excited for what's to come for both of us. Mm, same sister, same. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to go. Share with everybody like who you are, where you came from, what you're about, because like I have witnessed your growth from from the start of I Am Everyday Woman, which is a company that Krizel literally built from the ground up like a year ago. Like we really did start this kind of um 
this radical growth journey this past year has been so amazing. Um, and I know how much value you can bring to everyone listening because I mean, just like me, I know that we so relate and resonate with each other because like we are literally everyday women <laughs> just yeah. try, you know, like doing it and like stepping into like our truth and our alignment and, um, and yeah, so share all of your magic girl, because I know people are just going to be like, okay, where's the next event? Let's go. Where's Kazelle? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I can, I guess we can start from the beginning. Oh yeah. Well, let's start from the beginning. So, um, the beginning started when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> this whole journey is so crazy. So I was born on father's day. Um, but I was born to a single mom and I guess you can say that I started out dramatic already because like, I'm like my mom, my, I guess my dad left before I was born. So out of all the days I could have been born, I decided to come out on father's day. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so that's mm. when it started. And then, um, my mom actually met somebody and married when I was quite young, I think under one years old. Um, and so he adopted me and um, they created a family of their own. And so I have two brothers and two sisters and there's a total of five of us. Um, and we had such a great childhood until um, things kind of got rocky when I was like 13 years old and my parents divorced. And it was a really nasty divorce. And that's also when I found out that my dad um, adopted me and I actually had a biological father out there. Ooh. Yeah, so it was kind of like a double whammy for me, like, you know, especially when you're 13, you're trying to figure out who the fuck you are, and like, mm. all these hormones are happening, and um, transitioning into high school, and so I kind of, from there, it, it took a really big toll on me, and I had a lot of, um, I guess, issues of being unworthy, of being, feeling unloved, and my biggest fear, which I realize now was like being abandoned. Mm. Um, so I, in high school, I was such a bad kid. And mind you, like I was such a, like a, a scholar student as a, like as a child. So I was, um, you know, I was on the honor roll and I was supposed to skip second grade and I was supposed to do all this stuff. It looked mm. promising. The future looked promising for me. Um, but in high school, I just like did a total 180 and, I <laughs> I started being a crazy kid. I was partying a lot, um, doing a bunch of drugs, alcohol. I would skip class all the time. It was it was to the point where I wasn't gonna graduate because I skipped so much class. Mm -hmm. And I was always involved in relationships that were just the worst, you know? Mm -hmm. And I would give attention to anybody who would who would like just see me like I felt like if somebody paid attention to me it's like oh my gosh I love you so much like don't ever leave and I would do anything to like make sure that person doesn't leave <laughs> not looking back it's just like oh my goodness but you know it's something I had to learn through mm -hmm. um and from there I had to make up my hours that I lost and I had to enroll into an extracurricular like after school program and I remember the only two choices was welding and nurse assistant. And at that time I was like, fuck no, I'm not doing any of these things. Um, my mom is a nurse and she works night shift ever since I was little. So 
all I remember of her is like sleeping during the daytime and then going to leaving to go to work at night. So I was like, I'm not going to be a fucking nurse assistant and be like, you know, mm-hmm. follow my mom's footsteps. I wanted to like be a writer or journalism or something creative, but my mom was like, uh, no, you can't fucking make a choice anymore because all made <laughs> fucked you over. So mm-hmm. you're going into this uh, nurse assistant or CNA class. And I remember sitting there on my first day and I was just fucking hooked. Like I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Um, my first interaction with patients was so beautiful. And I realized that like, there's a whole world out there um, that, I was actually really good at and I enjoyed a lot. So that started off my whole nursing career. And so at the age of 18, I actually got hired at the community hospital on my birthday. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So technically I'm sure I was the youngest person to be (laughs) hired there because it's like my 18th birthday. I got hired. It was amazing. And that started off my nursing career. Um, And so from then I just, been doing nursing I landed my I eventually got my licensed vocational nursing um LVN and I worked at UCLA Medical Center which is where I work now and eventually got my registered nurse um, license so I've been practicing as a registered nurse for the last couple years and literally have hit every single goal that I had made for myself and like just tried to turn things around and um become a successful person you know Mm. Um, It wasn't until last March, um, I've literally hit all the goals. So my goals were to become a registered nurse, work at my top hospital, which is UCLA, um, have a partner that was just like committed to me and buy a house. And so by January, 2018, oh, 2017, I did all that, January, 2017. And then so I was like, oh, I have everything I wanted. And so for this whole year, I was just like living my life. And then by March 2018, I was just like, dude, I have everything I've ever wanted. I've worked so hard for all this stuff, but I'm just so unhappy. And I didn't know why. And it's crazy because like it sounds like, oh, like you have all this stuff. You sound ungrateful. Um, but it's like, no, I fucking worked my ass off to get to where I was, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but what was missing? There's something missing. I can feel it like so deeply inside of me that there was just something not there. And so I went through like a bout of depression. Like I wasn't clinically like, you know, labeled clinically diagnosed as depressed, but I had a lot of anxiety. I, I was so sad. It was to the point where, I took the the guest bedroom mattress and I moved my coffee table out of my living room and I dragged it into the middle and I like laid there and watched TV and ordered Postmates for three days straight. Because mm. I just like couldn't get up. It was just like, I don't know, like nothing's bringing me joy. Um, and so I was doing that. And at that time, <laughs> at that time I had a friend, um, her name is Shana, who has been through this whole spiritual journey with me, but she like linked me to this podcast that was talking about the Akashic records. And by that time I was already like, Oh, you know, maybe I'll get a crystal. Maybe I'll (laughs) 
I'll start smudging. You know, you know, once you dive into like those gateway things, the crystals, the smudging. <laughs> Hell yes, it's the woo-woo like black hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, we started getting to this whole woo-woo thing together because at that time when I was sad, I was like, I couldn't understand why. And, you know, nobody really likes to talk about any mental anything because of the stigma. They think that if you're not doing well mentally, that you're just like not strong or weak you know mm. and every time we would have these conversations with my friends I would realize that they were like feeling the same thing and I had no idea and like no one would open up about it and so we would start talking to each other and just holding these conversations and holding space for each other and I was like if we're feeling this there are so many other people out there feeling this mm. and um, we would start sending each other so like she sent me this podcast uh, by Morgan Lindsay. I don't know if you've heard of her. Have you? Uh, yes, we need to go to one of her well damn <laughs> events together. <laughs> yeah, like she's her podcast with um, Julian Sambrano, which was an Akashic record reader, mm. kind of opened the gates for everything for me. Um, so I listened to this podcast about what the Akashic records were. And I was so intrigued. I was just like, holy shit, this all makes sense. This makes so much sense to me. Um, I need, I need to like get on this shit. So for her birthday, I actually scheduled a reading for her mm. and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get a reading too. <laughs> mm. That's so, so beautiful. Both, yeah. We both went in and like Shana went first and she like came out and she was like, he is the fucking real deal. And I was like, um, okay. I had, you know, I had no idea what to expect. I just like, I'm just gonna go on a limb and try this shit and see because at that point it's like I have nothing to lose you know mm -hmm. um and like the first thing that happened after like he opened the records is I guess my master's teachers and loved ones were like um telling him that I was sitting on the couch and he was like um so the vision I'm getting is that you're sitting on the couch watching tv uh and you <laughs> And I was like, or he's like, you're just been in front of your TV, like laying there watching and stuff like that. And I was like looking at him and I was like, how the fuck does he know that? Oh my God. <laughs> like, how do you know that? You know, like, it's not like I'm posting it on social media or no, I haven't told anybody. The only person that would know is my fiance. And I mean, he's not into anything woo at all. So <laughs> that's when I knew I was like, um, okay and then he was like uh yeah you need to get off that couch because there are people waiting for you and I was just like what the fuck are you saying like I, I was just like what the fuck are you saying and he was like you know that you were meant to do something like really big right and in my and like just deep down inside me I was just like wow does he know all this stuff and I've always had like a deep feeling that I no matter what I was doing, I could do more, you know, I was like meant for more, there's something more out there. So when he said that, it just resonated so deeply um, within me. And he was like, yeah, there are just women, like circles of women waiting to interact with you. Mm. But I mean, they can't do that if you're fucking laying on the couch all day. Mm. And so at this time, I was already going to like some events, like, you know, self-care, self-love events. Um, because I realized that I had all this stuff, but I really didn't know who I was and there was no self-love. And how do you expect to embrace everything around you when you 
can't understand like what's within you. You know what I mean? Definitely. Oh my God, Krizel. Yeah. And I was just like, I have all this stuff like externally, but that doesn't validate anything that happens inside for me at least. And um, so I was just like, okay, like I need to be on this journey of finding out who the fuck I am um what all why I was going through all this ever since I was little and like what gifts do I have so I can like help the rest of the world because it just broke my heart to know that there are people out there feeling the same and like they probably feel so alone and for a person that abandonment is like one of their biggest fears like that just like shook me to the core you know and I was just like I don't want anybody to feel like that and so that's kind of how everyday women started. I was just like, there needs to be a way we can gather people and talk about this shit and learn and become like better, our better selves, our highest selves. Um, and yeah, the first, um, the first event was with Sahara Rose, which is where I met you. Yes. August, which is going to be like, we, we launched like our Instagram and our website on july 5th so it's been about a year and then our first um event was august i think august 4th or august 5th something like that um and yeah so it's just been this beautiful year of growth and transformation and we've had like seven or eight events with amazing amazing people who you know feel connected and have the same the same motives and want to serve the world and it's just such a beautiful like I just feel like it fills my cup up so much you know Mm. like this is part of my self-care and to be able to have it also help others fill their cup which is so like so crazy that your podcast is called fill your cup (laughs) of course (laughs) it's just um it's very humbling and I feel like we've just like tapped the surface and there's so much that um so much to do and like mind you like I'm just I'm doing this part-time, like on the side, I'm still a nurse full-time. And so um, it's just been crazy to think like, if I really put all hundred percent of my energy into this, what could this be? What's the potential? Mm. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where it is. Oh, and in the last year I got uh, my integrative health practitioner certification so I can start coaching women um, or people, I guess, just in general, because as a nurse, I realized that we have a lack of knowledge and education for preventative medicine. Mm. And working in the Western field, like we get a lot of pharmaceutical um, fixes, I guess, right? Like, oh, you have anxiety, here's some Xanax. Right. <laughs> you have nausea, here's some Zofran. Oh, you have pain, try some oxycodone. And um, I'm very fortunate to work in a facility that like, they're very, they're very into like the whole East West medicine. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you know, it's not like, it's not like that's the first thing that happens when you get a patient. Um, And so I started diving more into like, what is holistic health? What is preventative medicine? And I truly, truly believe that your health starts with self-love. And that if you can understand like how to take care and how to love yourself more, then it will just fall into place. Like all the bricks will start falling into place. 
you'll take care of your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health. And like, I truly believe self-love is the foundation. So I decided to get my, or I won a scholarship for the integrative health practitioner um, certification. And now I'm doing a yoga teacher 200 hour certification. Um, so I can kind of blend the physical aspect as uh, and also like the mental and spiritual all into one I don't know I just like to learn and so like oh my god you're all this stuff. oh my god it's like so inspirational <laughs> a lot of the times I feel like I'm just doing it because I love it um and people are like how are you doing so much and it's just like well it doesn't feel like I'm doing a lot you know because I just I'm doing things that really light me up. It's like the generator inside of me. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, we can definitely talk about that because human design is another, oh my God, love it. Um, oh my God, Krizel, like I know we know each other, but I just learned about you on a, like the deep, like such a deeper level and no wonder we are just so like, I mean, you guys, like me and Krizel, again, we've known each other for kind of a year, but like, I think it was like probably six or seven months ago, maybe even less. We found out like how really like, I mean, connected we are, like our moon, our rising, our ascending signs um, are like literally the same, but like just opposite, right? It's like so crazy. And dude, like your life literally parallels my life. Like my, I mean- my mom passed away when I was six. So I, I grew up with my dad. You grew up with your mom. I, my dad got remarried and five girls. I'm the oldest of five girls. Oh my God. I had, yeah. What? Like I am like all girls. No. um, No. yeah. 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 That's what you said. Yeah. So, um, so like what? And then, yeah, this is like, I got the chills again the entire time. And then literally the same time you were feeling the way that you were feeling just about like, I mean, like you said, you, you felt like you had everything, but there was still something missing. I was like in the kind of another spot of like, no idea what the fuck I'm doing with my life. And like, it was after, this is like now two years or so after I had graduated college, Um, And I had played softball all the way through. And so I came out like not knowing anything that I wanted to do. So it was like the complete opposite. But I was at my burnout place and knew like there was something inside, like something was missing. It was not something I had to go search for. Like it was inside of me. And literally like April 2018 (laughs) is when I took like April 1st was when I like took that first step like just the way we are so fucking aligned like I'm tripping out even more um like seriously and um just everything I have so much that I can pull out of here to start talking about so um let's start I want to start with the Akashic records because some people might be like what the hell is an Akashic record um (laughs) but yeah it's kind of it's definitely I mean all an Akashic record is, I'm going to let Krizel explain it because she literally can read into yours. I mean, she's practicing that as well. Another like piece of magic in her tool belt. Um, but the Akashic records is just another way like to kind of understand yourself, like a deeper way. Like you said, like literally 
opening it up to a new perspective. So can you kind of like explain to people what it is, even at how, if like your experiences, like, like you said, you just kind of reading even like all of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we're going to get pretty woo woo here, which is, <laughs> I like kind of hate the word woo woo, but I also love it. Cause like, I, I just love everything. Woo woo. Yeah, I love it. I feel um, you. It's like I was just on the other podcast. It's like I hate saying like woo woo because it's it is such a stigma. But like, so now you guys, we are saying woo woo with the utmost respect. Like we are woo woo as fuck. So it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So the Akashic Records, I guess like you can kind of consider it like a record of all like human events and like just everything past, present, or future um, ever to like occur. But, so it's kind of like another plane, but a lot of people call it like a, like a computer system or a database where like your soul gets born, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like this baby soul. And then you're supposed to go through like all these lifetimes so you can learn something on the way to become your highest self or your highest self in soul form. And so, like, I kind of like to think about it as, like, soul school, where, like, you know, you and a whole bunch of other people or souls, like, go, go to first grade or kindergarten. <laughs> and then, like, you learn all this shit. And so once you pass it, you, like, go on to first grade and then second grade and you graduate, right? And then whatever. So I like to think about it as that because they say that, like, souls like to travel together and kind of, like... Um, learn the same kind of things, right? And so the Akashic Records is a way that everybody can access um, their personal record and some some people who are interested can access other people's records with their permission, um, where there's higher beings called your masters, your teachers, and loved ones. And these are, um, I don't wanna get too technical, but basically we can call them in general terms like your guides, right? Mm-hmm. And they are there to support you and guide you so you can become your highest self. And they only give out information that will help you towards becoming your highest self. Um, So I love to get Akashic Record readings like every so often. It's kind of like a tune-up for me. It's like my therapy. Um, For sure. Yeah, and I've met just so many beautiful people and also learned to like kind of tap into my own records. and I've actually read for some people, like I've read for you, which was an amazing experience. Like you have such a beautiful soul. Um, and so, yeah, it's a tool that everybody can use to kind of get some insight and knowledge to like know which direction or what needs to happen basically for you to become your highest self. Oh, beautiful. And I'm just going to share so they can really understand how powerful it is. I... <clears throat> when Krizel did my reading, I was in this place of like, just so freaking, I was very lost. Like I was in the midst, like the starts of like really understanding, like I wanted to take this coaching business somewhere. I wanted to do my thing. I really wanted to grow my own business and, but wanting all of the answers right here, right now. I knew there was something blocking me. There was something just like, I had no idea. There was a lot going on in my relationship. And, um, 
And so it was just like all so freaking cloudy. Krizel, oh, I'm getting the chills again. Literally, and this is over the phone. I mean, this isn't even in person, y'all. Like this can be from anywhere. Literally, Krizel tapped into my energy again with my permission. Um, and master's teacher and loved ones showed her that my heart, I remember this so clearly, my heart was like locked up in a chain, like locked up, like just so locked up. And she's like, you're tired. Like all I see is like this warrior woman, like everything's black, but you know, just warrior woman face and like, you're tired. And it's like, what that had told me like I had literally been operating from this place of just like such like stress and such burnout and like not loving myself at all like I was so this is like even a year into my own journey of like spiritual growth and development and like loving myself and so like even a year of me loving myself every single day like there was a deeper level that Krizel was like able to see within me that was like so locked and I needed to see that fuck you saw my dad like you talked to my dad or you didn't talk to him but you saw him with a little girl yeah and I was definitely came through for for like a clear you know the records came through clearly like for the message which was really beautiful yeah and like that was the first time and right now I'm in the depths of healing like my divine masculine and feminine, that was the first step to unlocking this like masculine part of me. And like, I, oh, forever grateful. So um, yeah, Akashic Records, you guys, it's just like another, it really is. It's like another way to like see your soul and like for really who you are. So um, Krizel can read yours. So I will definitely, <laughs> we'll put all of her stuff in the show notes so you can like reach out and go find her because um, I know something as well, like getting into this kind of world of like spiritual development, energy clearing, like all the things like Reiki, Akashic records, like you kind of want to, you definitely want to have a person like reading it that has that good grounded energy. You want to make sure, you know, like you are giving your energy to someone that, that is, um, can handle it. And that's not going to give something like negative or bad back or you know like so all I'm saying is like if you feel an off vibe with someone and you're like yeah I could do Reiki on you or something like that like but in your gut you're like no you know don't do it and um just bottom line is like Krizel that the energy the exchange like I knew how sacred it was and so that's all I'm trying to say so if you want your records read get them done by Krizel no yeah I mean yeah the high the Akashic records like in the prayer is just like it literally says like keep me from all forms of self-centeredness and you know whatever comes through is for the highest good for everybody so it's just such a beautiful tool and I feel like everybody should at least get a reading um I mean it doesn't have to be through me but somebody like you said that like they trust and um I think that also you must be open yeah a thousand percent yeah, because I feel like people who have gone that, like, are just, like, eh, you know, like, they're not open to it. Like, they don't, the reading, I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of more closed, and they don't get as much from it. For um, sure. But, yeah, Kashi Records, everyone, amazing. Um, if not by me, I know other people. <laughs> and, yeah. For sure. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
okay let's see like I have so much stuff written down let's kind of get into well (laughs) let's talk about this because literally I wrote it down and then it was the next words out of your mouth you're like I'm still like I'm still a nurse and growing this business on the side and doing my thing on the side you know yeah um can you kind of talk on that because I mean same here I'm a nanny I'm teaching Pilates I'm doing it and growing it on the side and um can you just kind of talk about it? Cause I know that I've hit mental like spaces and like all of it. Sure. Um, so nursing is a fucking hard job. Like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize how much energy gets depleted until I started like think like learning more about, um, energy work and stuff like that. But um, once I became more aware, I, I figured like, there's just so much, especially when people are sick, the energy vibration is so low. Mm. And, um, I think nursing has really, really impacted my life because I needed to learn so much from nursing. So I learned empathy. I learned patience. I learned what it means to truly suffer physically and how that affects you mentally. I've learned how sickness can affect loved ones and also like I've learned that just to be grateful for every day like life every day because honestly one second can change everything you know Mm. and as going back to like me being young and going through all my like I like to call them daddy issues because definitely they were Mm. um I was so selfish because all I could think about was myself you know Um, and I rarely, rarely understood how my actions affected other people. Um, there was no community. There was no you, you know, I didn't care. I didn't fucking care. Um, and it was just like, I was like stuck because I was just so fucked up. Um, and nursing opened that door to me seeing all the stuff that I didn't really understand um before and now I've been in nursing since I was 18 I just turned turned 31 so I don't know what is that 13 years or something Mm. um and I feel that there there are a lot of times where I'm just like I don't know if this is my path anymore you know Mm. um I believe that everything happens for you um, and that it's important to listen to how things make you feel because what well, for me as like a generator and then we're going to get into human design now yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing things that light me up so if nursing isn't lighting me up fully then how am I really supposed to put all my energy into it and it's not going to be the best it could be you know Um, and so I think that that's a part where I'm learning how to kind of transition. I'm not, I'm in this like weird space right now, like trying to figure out, do I want to do nursing forever? Because I still think it's dope. I love like the science aspect of it, especially like learning about the body and how this, this, and this like helps, um, how diseases can be treated or, you know, all that stuff especially doing like integrative health practitioner uh coaching because you need that like medical background i think it helps so much Mm -hmm. Uh, and medicine is always changing so it's not like i want to completely like throw it out but also like i don't know if i can do it full time anymore and i'd love to like 
dive into the everyday women part even more. Because like I said, I know that if I put more focus onto it and prioritize it more, like, I feel like it's such a success now. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. you know, what could it be? It could be so amazing. And it's like, how do I want to serve? Do I want to serve nursing or do I want to serve everyday women? And then part of me is like, why can't you do both? Why does it have to be one or the other? Why can't mm. nursing into everyday women, like what you learn from nursing and take what you learn from everyday women into nursing? So <laughs> I'm at this crossroads, or I'm not sure if it's even a crossroad, but I'm at this point where I need to make a decision as to what do I want to prioritize? The other thing is I have a wedding coming up in May. So it's like, I can't just like <laughs> throw everything out and just like, you know. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what lights me up the most. Um, I don't think I'll be full-time nursing forever. Um, and I feel like uh, there's going to be so much change for everyday women. It's just figuring out when that's going to happen and um, learning how to transition because it's pretty much like a life change, right? Like yeah, something I'm so used to for the last like decade and just like switching it all up. Mm. Um, definitely a Saturn's return moment. Literally, and I was just going to say so aligned with all of, I mean, just the eclipse energy and like just what we're um, going through right now with all this like ascension codes like being like brought to us and like just yeah. so on the right path. Obviously, everything happens for you. Um, just so beautiful because you guys, I mean, Instagram followers really don't mean, you know, much, but when that's your Instagram like page, Grizel's had growth, like I think from like, like she said, March 2018 or even July, shit, not even March, July 2018 to now it's like 5,000 followers and it's, and it's all been grown organically. It's and so yeah, our followers are the best. Like on my birthday this year, I got the sweetest message. Um, and this person didn't know it was my birthday because I like barely show anything about myself on everyday women, which I, I think I should change up a little bit to give myself credit because I don't celebrate myself mm. uh, as much as I should. This is a whole different topic. <laughs> but um, all yeah, good. I got this really beautiful message on my birthday this year um, on everyday women. And it was somebody, I don't know where they're from. Like, I think it was Colorado or I don't know, somewhere in America that wasn't LA. And she said that she has been having a really tough time with her life because she got in this terrible accident and she's basically like bed bound. Um, and she said that like, uh, everyday women has helped her so much like mentally and she looks forward to like the affirmations every day and it has like changed her life. And she was just like, I don't know where I would be with my mental health if it wasn't for everyday women. And I was just like, mm. Oh, and then I like responded and I was just like, Oh my gosh, like it's my birthday today. And this is the best message I could ever receive. And then she like sang me happy birthday through voice memo. Stop. And yeah, it was the sweet, it brought me to tears. I was just like, um, I had so much, gratitude in that moment and it's like sometimes you know when you're doing things on a social platform like this or just you know of course like you doubt yourself and sometimes I'm just like there have been times where I just want to throw the towel and just be like fuck this like mm -hmm. I don't even know if I'm making a fucking difference um 
like, does this really helping anyone? Especially like if you get, you have a post that doesn't do really well. And then, you know. Oh, girl, I feel you. <laughs> it's so stupid how like the numbers are what gives us validation. And so that's also like something deeper that we have to like tune into in ourselves. Like, um, but this whole like numbers giving you validations and like stuff like sometimes right. it's so discouraged it's so discouraging especially when you see other people and they're doing much better it's not that you're not happy it's just that like not happy for it it's not like you're not happy for them but then you kind of feel sorry for yourself like what what am I doing wrong and it's just like oh my god I need to just cut the bullshit who gives a fuck about the numbers? Hmm. I am happy for the other people. We are there is enough room for all of us. You keep doing you, and the people who are meant to support you and follow you and be in this community with you that need your service will come. Which is like something I always have to remember. And when I get messages like that, it's just like, oh, okay, this is right. This is the path. Mm. So I was like really grateful for that. And it was just the sweetest thing I had to share it. Yeah, a thousand percent. That's a beautiful transition into just um, pretty much self-love and understanding um, that's literally what you're, you're doing for others is opening up their eyes to being able to see themselves at a deeper level, to be able to love themselves at a deeper level. And um, the events that you've hosted, just everything is so empowering and the community aspect like you were saying I had a really hard time being in competition with like women and like comparing myself and I mean still like I definitely have my days on Instagram like why how does she have that what is she doing that I don't have and it really is going back to one loving yourself enough to kind of cut the bullshit and to be honest with yourself that you're you know you got bullshit going on and um to just come back it's like you were saying in the beginning, like, um, we are worthy, we are loved, and we are deserving. And your, again, all of the affirmations, everything you post is such a beautiful reminder um, to all of that. Um, so yeah, let's kind of talk about self-love, because I loved everything you said when we were talking earlier about health it begins with self-love, like mentally, physically, emotionally. That's absolutely my journey this past year and a half. I did not set out in the beginning to lose 50 pounds or like to do anything I'm doing. I didn't even try to lose like the actual physical weight. But once I started to understand like loving myself and doing the things that literally fill my cup up, like that, like all of the mental, physical, emotional excess weight just fell off um so yeah do you want to on your health that's amazing thank you um yeah so self-love it's like a term that's being tossed around now so much um (laughs) which kind of makes me sad because like I hate that you know the whole like on brand thing but um self-love is so it's just so much more than something that you see on Instagram and bubble baths and fucking chocolate and (laughs) (laughs) treat yourself. And it is, it is doing that fucking hard ass shadow inner work that Mm. you don't want to fucking tap into in order for you to elevate your vibration and 
to show up in the world. Because like, if you are trying to do all these things and your own cup is not filled up, first of all, it's like, how do you teach people to fill their cup up if your cup isn't filled up, if you haven't gone through that kind of stuff? Um, and then second of all, it's like, how, if your cup isn't filled up, how do you even, like, how do you even show up, you know? Because mm. the energy is just not there. And I feel like self-love, once you, like, really dive deep into who you are, what your limiting beliefs are, the shadows in you, trying to, like, be that better person, everything, just like I said earlier, brick by brick kind of starts coming together. And so, like let's say you are doing shadow work, right? And you realize inside yourself that you have this limiting, okay, let's just take me for example. So limiting belief of being abandoned, right? Mm. Um, what do I do for self-love? Then I start journaling, like why I feel this way. And then in turn, like it makes me more aware of my relationships with other people, right? Mm. Um, and I guess what I'm just trying to say is once you realize the things that you're, you need to fix within yourself, it kind of just makes you more aware of everything else. So it's like if your energy is low and you want higher energy, sometimes you can do it by eating, right? Eating high vibrational mm. foods, which in turn makes your physical body feel so much better, which in turn maybe pains and aches that you used to have aren't there, which makes you feel good emotionally, which makes you show up in the world. And when you interact with other people, you're like happy and high, high vibed. And it's just like a ripple effect. Mm. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? A thousand percent. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, totally resonating. And you, I mean, you hit it right on the head. It's like, Thank you for bringing up shadow work because self-love is absolutely like slowing down and understanding what it is that like makes you feel good and doing those things. However, the shadow work, what Krizel's talking about, because I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the show, um, mm -hmm. but it's kind of like, it's those deeper parts of you that you are um, sometimes really unconscious. Like sometimes it's very unconscious and you don't even know that you're holding these beliefs. But a lot of the time when we're feeling really stuck and just really resistant and anxious and stressed and like sometimes physically you have like an ailment, like you're in pain, like even a disease is going on. Like those are all things that are out of your alignment, out of what like we were sent here to feel good. We were sent here to like be healthy and to do the things we want to do and to live the life we want to live. We were not sent here to feel all the shitty low vibe things. And so I think that's almost like the best way like to describe um, shadow work is like, it's like something that's way deeper rooted down that one, we might not know about two, we might be ignoring consciously. Like for me, um, it's emotional eating. Like sometimes at night I'll go into the kitchen and I'll be like, okay, like my highest self literally says like, you know, this isn't going to help you. Like this isn't, this isn't going to make you feel good. And I still, I go to right to like, um, the chip bag or whatever. And I'm like eating chips. And then, you know, it's like, that's a part of, um, and then that makes me feel 
emotionally like why did I do that physically I feel like shit the next morning mentally I'm beating up on myself and so then you know I can show myself love in that moment of going to the fridge sometimes I can catch myself you know going to the fridge say what what's happening what's going on and it is that deeper awareness to be like have that check-in with yourself and um a lot of it is shadow work a lot of it has to do the emotional eating with me is because that's what happened when my mom passed away. Everyone was there with food. So anytime I felt any emotion, it was food. It was just food. So until I was able to one, start to just love myself. And I love that you said brick by brick, because it is step by step. You're not going to get all of this information delivered to you as soon as you start to decide you're loving yourself. Like no way. That's not how it happens. And like, don't let it happen that way because you'll probably explode. <laughs> At least I would. Um, but um, showing yourself like when the deeper stuff like that comes up, like, oh my God, instead of saying like, fuck me, like I hate myself. I can't believe I emotionally ate again. Now I'm in this place where I'm able to say, okay, Emily, you know, like you're feeling some type of way because we're going to grab for the food, like what's going on? And um, just like the energy of that conversation, just like speaking it to you, I felt so much better, like taking like the latter route, you know, and it's um, so yeah, just thank you for bringing that up because that is a huge, that's, that is like a part of our journey. It's like, if we don't choose to look at the things and it's the shadows that are keeping us back and holding us back. And if we don't, it's like an onion, like peel one layer back and one layer back. We stay in the same spot. There is no room for growth. There is no room for expansion. And there might be, but it's not the growth that you want. It's not the growth that your soul is asking you to do, you know? Um, yeah. And that goes into just segues right into what I wanted to definitely talk about was all of these shadows and limiting beliefs and conditions are like really formed within us at youngest, our youngest ages, like zero to seven is when we're like the most like open to receive any bullshit that's willing to come into our, our stream of consciousness. Um, and like you said, at a young age, like you realized you were feeling like, or maybe you now realized, you know, you were feeling abandoned and unworthy and everything like that. And later in life, like you realized you were operating out of the space of like being abandoned or feeling unworthy. Like it follows us. These are the shadows that follow us. If we aren't willing and open to step into it, to give it love as much love as possible because that's the only way we're going to keep stepping through it. Um, yeah. But yeah, maybe just talking a bit on like, even as a young child or like at, at that age, like shit transitioning, like the 13 year old, like into high school and like kind of the feels around that. Cause I think that's a big part. I mean, I'm very passionate about helping the, um, about educating and opening perspectives of the younger younger generation because I have a 14 year old sister and I'm like yeah I can just see it you know so um I just spoke about all of it but if you could just you know open up to that oh yeah um well there's two things I wanted to say like um the shadow work like yes it comes all the way since we're whatever like 
when we were little and that we carry on. So I want people to know that you're not going to change, like you're not going to fix anything like right away. That this is like a process, like all those years you've been carrying, carrying, it's not like you're going to go to one Akashic record reading or one therapy session and it's just going to like reverse itself. Like it is a, a process. And I think that like, being a better person or becoming your highest self, like it is a lifelong thing. The best teachers in the world are still students, you know? Mm. And there's this uh, quote from Brianna Weiss that I like, I really, really love. It's actually on our, um, on our website. And she says like, true self-care isn't salt baths and chocolate cake. It's making the choice to build a life you don't need to regularly escape from. Mm. And I that's just like such a beautiful way of um, defining or just describing self-care um, and going back to like the younger generation. So I, I do think that like, I mean, childhood, what you learn in childhood is so fucking important, right? Like that mm. age where like you're just a sponge and it's not like you get to decide what you learn. It's more like your parents, like, um, you know, and this is something that I had to come to terms with is that when I look back now, I realize that my parents were just trying to do the best that they could with mm -hmm. what they had at that time. And that's also like accepting who they are and knowing that at that time, that's all they could have done, right? Mm -hmm. That's the best they could have done. Like, why would they not do their best? Um, and the the ch like being a teenager that was so hard and now when I look back <laughs> I have like repressed so many things from that time of my life that I like don't even know if it really occurred or not because it's just like it was dug deep down so hard but um mm. I do believe that there is a need for young teenagers or children to have something like everyday women um for them and it's been in the process for a long time having something uh, me and Trish Trisha Ignacios who did like our body love movement have always wanted to do like an everyday little women mm. um, to teach young young girls like this before before they go through all of the stuff that we went through you know like mm -hmm. if I had the information back then how much of my life would change yes a thousand percent right or but i know this is my path but isn't part of my path to help change the path of these young women and i mean i think this whole learning like self-care self-love is important for everybody even older people younger people so it's definitely something i'm trying to explore and do right because i don't want to just like mm. this it's such a pivotal thing right it's so, yeah changing that it needs to be done right and I, I think that having the intention to want to do better isn't going to be enough it has to be like I, I feel like I need to have people who work with children all the time who are familiar with how they're growing up in the world nowadays because it's just so different than than how we grew up mm -hmm. oh my god a thousand percent yeah, like we, we talk to our parents and we're just like, what the fuck are you saying? You have, <laughs> like, you have no idea how it is to grow up with like 
how, how we grew up. Right. And so I feel like it's the same for them. And so I want to, I want to help create something for young women. Um, and I guess it's just like kind of getting everything together and figuring out who, who to connect with and how to do it. Um, I don't even know if I answered your question. <laughs> no, no, you did. I mean, all of this is, all of this is like meant to be said, like you're answering every single question that needs to be answered because it's, um, it is needed. I mean, I, shit, I wish that again, everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own process. I had to go through all of the things I went through to be like where I am now. So did you, but at that younger age, like we could have, you know, if we learned all of this, and maybe not all of it, but a lot of it, the self-love, it doesn't even have to be anything complicated. It really is like, it's the self-love and you can do anything and the radical like self-empowerment and like, you know, you don't have to, um, a big thing you said earlier is like wanting attention from everyone. I was like people pleasing the shit out of whoever I could from the age of being a kid, like, oh, I'll make you happy. I can make you happy. And that's so bled into everything and like burnt me out. And as, a, as an adult, like, oh yeah, like I wish, um, it's so needed. Um, we definitely have to talk after this because I, it's funny. I literally am in the process of like soul giving me the downloads to do the same thing for, um, for young athletes because it's, uh, the self-love, but like just the mindfulness around everything that goes into literally being a human, the mindfulness of, you know, you just don't have to wake up every day and go do the same thing and this and that. It's taking care of your body, taking care of your mind. It's everything. So it's so needed, Krizel. Like everything you're doing is so beautiful. Thank you. And I think that's such a great idea too. I mean, I was, an, I was a, a gymnast growing up. Uh, competitive gymnast and I feel like sports definitely teaches you so much um but there is still that that whole self-care part that could be added on that I think would just make things more invaluable you know yeah I think a lot of it goes to like us and us I don't want to like um what is it? I was going to say rationalize, but I don't know what word I'm looking for, but it goes back to, um, okay. Now I've totally lost my train of thought. What were we just talking about? I don't remember. Oh, see, we're like, so, oh, right. This is just like a, a conversation that's like floating back and forth in the universe. Like that's exactly what's happening. But I was going to say like a big part of like being an athlete and like, even like a kid, like is like, you know, kind of like get to the next level or like go do the next thing, like almost like achieve the next thing. You have to get to the next grade. You have to get the good grades. You have to go, but not once I feel like did. And again, it's like, adults are only doing the best they can. Parents are only doing the best they can and they're only doing what they were taught. So this is like, not just them. This is like generational like shit. And yeah. a lot of the time we're not being asked like how we're feeling. How does this make you feel? Yeah. <laughs> does this make you feel good? Our thoughts and our emotions are literally the key to changing everything. Like it goes back to self-love. If you are literally stuck in the beliefs and the thoughts and the emotions of like, I'm ugly. I hate myself. I'm too fat. I'm too this. I'm too that. I want to change everything. Like 
you create that reality for yourself. But if we're able at a younger age to start to switch up, it's just the thoughts we're having, just to start to switch up that focus on our thoughts and the focus on our emotions and like focusing on it, what we actually want to create. Like, and kids like are the ones that are the most clear and are the most like clairvoyant, you know, like, can you imagine like the magic of the world and just like, wow. Um, I mean, it's, it would be phenomenal. Yeah. So no go. No, I feel like that's also part of our journey is that for those Mm. of us who are on this path who want to have children to bring in a new like conscious type of parenthood which I think would be like so amazing for the world right now um because like it's all happening for a reason right there's just no way that all this shit all these people are waking up to want to like do something to better themselves to like serve the community to serve the world there's just no way all of us are like it's no coincidence, right? It's like, it's fucking for a reason. And like a part of me just feels like part of that reason is to, for those who want to have kids or who want to parent, um, like it's part of the shift. And so that the new generation can have, you know, things that we were lacking and apply, like have them in their life. Mm, A thousand percent. And that is like, it's like our job really it's like if we do and it goes kids anything like you want to keep growing like it's our job to clear out what is there that no longer is in our alignment and is no longer like serving our energy again like if you're stressed that shit is not normal like go a little deeper like tune into what's going on like and maybe like it's not even like your your stress like maybe you're carrying someone else's stress but um yeah yeah it's just or all even, like from your mom or your grandma or, you mm. know like like generational karma and it's like if we don't do this fix it within ourselves like imagine you could be passing it down to mm. your children's children or to your child and it's just like why do we want to do that if we know that we can help make something better why not make it better you know what's why you're not meant to suffer we're not, we just aren't like suffering, Mm. like the whole like physical, um, symptoms that we get is our body telling us, Hey, something's wrong. We're not meant to feel shitty. Mm. Our body is giving us clues. Like, Hey, something is wrong. You need to like, look into this more. And so for us to be aware of this and to like, once we feel like there's like something wrong to dive deep into it rather than just ignoring it and ignoring it and ignoring it. Like, I think that's also like just a true expression of what self-love really is, you know? Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, again, I like all I can say, like, it just goes back to like taking the time. Like first it's like creating the space, like create the space to start to understand And it can feel like really kind of selfish in the beginning, almost. I think that was a big thing for me. Like in the beginning of like, you know, like you said, self-love's getting thrown around everywhere. I was like so raised in this belief of like self-love is so selfish. You have to take time to actually like do things that make you feel good. Like that's like so screwed up. I have too much to do that I'm just going to ignore 
the things that I actually want to do. Like how fucking screwed is that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, it makes sense though. Right. Like, Oh yeah. Because that's like where we, I mean, our society. And I mean, if we go back to Ayurveda, it's the Vata, like go, go, go. You have to get to the next thing. You have to get this next thing. It's like, and the Pitta and just the imbalance of all of it. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, guys just slow down I feel like that's the first step to understanding anything is like create that space there's your first step to self-love and really like like Krizal like I'm saying like slow it down quiet down and um see what's there because it's 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 there to either for you to choose that you want to keep living that because there's no right or wrong like you can totally choose that however you also have the choice to totally ditch the shit that does not feel good to you. You have the choice to do what feels good. And it's not selfish. It is not selfish. Yeah, and I think also it's like meet yourself where you are, you know? Mm. And um, the expectations that you, that happen, like whose expectations are they really, you know? Mm. I just feel like being able to create that space allows you to really dive into your own space right Mm. and like then all that like chatter from the outside world like just release all that and just really focus on like on you and that's something that we don't even do like I don't even in the last before last year I don't know when was the last time I like just sat with myself like there's right I, I try to think about it and maybe it was like I don't know when I used to smoke cigarettes and sit in the car and think about all this stuff right like that's probably Mm. the only time but at the same time I'm like doing something that's like not good for my physical body and it's just like just so fucked up right (laughs) so fucked up um and if we can can teach people these tools and these tips and these modalities to help them like I think it would just it's just so much it's just so beautiful and it it allows people to find balance, to release expectation, to not be so hard on themselves, Mm. to learn that like there is trust in what's going on in the process, in the universe, in God, whoever it is, your higher power, that people are safe, you know, and creating like that safe space for themselves, like by like they create their own space for them that's fucking powerful Mm. that's really amazing and i think um we need to do more of that definitely oh yes straight chills oh my god yes um oh my gosh we could seriously talk about this all day long i know (laughs) I, i feel like uh we are getting close to time here though so i'm going to um wrap it up with my last question for you but I'm sure we will get so much feedback here I'm sure we'll be on another podcast together soon um yeah shit yeah we can jam out about all of the things um but okay girl my question for you is what is your favorite way to fill up your cup my favorite way to fill up my cup is grounding it's like a big thing for me I love going outside and I have a little like backyard garden that I just like go barefoot and just stare at the fucking plants all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Being in nature, camping, like that kind of stuff that really fills up my cup. Um, And then also helping others 
fill their cup up. That's like my big thing. Like, I just love it so much. Mm, So beautiful. And like, you are the best at it. I don't know where I would be without like, well, one, the events that you host and like two from that, like your friendship. So you are doing it, not just for me. Like I know for so many other women, men, everybody. So Thank you, Emily. Yeah. Um, No, keep sharing your light. Oh God, it's so yeah. You guys, so go stalk her, like Krizel. Where (laughs) where can we find you? Where could all of these beautiful people go? Check you out. Yeah. So our Instagram is at I am Everyday Women. So it's women with an E. Um, A lot of people say I am Everyday Woman, but we are all connected, and so we are Everyday Women. Um, and then my personal account is Krizel Dreams of, so it's K-R-I-Z-E-L-L Dreams of, um, and we're also on IamEverydayWomen.com, and we got some events in the making. There's nothing like currently being, um, well, I'm just going to say it. We're going to have... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have in September um, a conscious public speaking masterclass, which I'm really excited about with um, one of my coaches and teachers in Los Angeles. And there are a couple more really, really, really amazing um, events happening in the works. And I cannot wait to do all of that and share it with everyone and meet everyone. Um, Because I really feel like these events that we do, we don't do a lot of them all the time. Like we don't do like one every two weeks or anything. It's just like, they're very curated and in hopes that people really transform something in their lives from it. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to like be more consistent and try to have like one every month. Um, But for now, the next one will be in September. It's going to be beautiful. Look out for it. Um, And yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You guys, if you are in the LA area, please show up to one of these events because they are so transformational. I mean, everyone is, and I, I mean, you know, as well as I do that soul revival one that we did together oh with Tori Washington. I mean, my, yeah, it literally, I was just going to say it changed my life. Like I, after that left with a, such a deep connection to my intuition like life literally started to shift like day of day out. it was crazy oh um, other people too were like telling me that it was I mean that was that's to this day one of my most favorite events because I just feel like it was so deep and impactful and like it was our I think our smallest event one of our smallest events but it was just so intimate and so fucking real and Tori has a special gift to like hold so much space for everybody and it was phenomenal. So yeah, I, we're, we're also talking about another one in the work. So there's just Um, things to happen, you guys. (laughs) Uh, well, I'll be at all of them. So make sure you guys are there too. Um, and yeah, go again, check out Krizel, everything she's doing because I mean, y'all it's been a year and I know that like this next year, it's not even been a year yet. Like, holy shit, this next year though, of like, even more growth, even more abundance, even more just like good vibes. So make sure you're watching her. And it's funny because I literally remember like following the I Am Everyday Woman page, like when it was like 
you had like three posts or something, you know, you were like promoting like Sahara. And of course I'm like Sahara junkie. I'm like, yes, I read it. Oh my God. Yes. And, and then I'm like, yo, this page is like going to be big. And like, I'm one of the first people to like see it and like be here. Like this, this is going to be big. So wow. Like so excited to just see where it goes. And, um, yeah, yeah guys. Oh, I will be, I'm starting to coach, um, uh, like personal coaching, which is going to be really dope. And yes. Oh my gosh. For so much happening. Check for, us out. <laughs> yeah. For integrative health practitioner, right? Yeah. And my focus is more on the emotional, spiritual aspect of health. Um, but I can definitely touch on like all like physical and like nutrition and like all that stuff. But I love my, my ideal client is someone that's not afraid to get a little bit a little woo-woo, a little spiritual, mm-hmm. wants to be a better person and just learn how to like harness all their gifts and give themselves out to the world so we can all serve. Oh my God. All right, y'all. Did you hear that? Please go work with her because she is magic. Oh, so we will link everything in the show notes, like where you can go find her, where you can go look at all of the good things and just thank you so much for sharing your light, Krizel. I know that every time we talk I like feel just so like literally bliss and I know that everyone is going to be feeling those same vibes so thank you so much oh you're so welcome thank you for inviting me on your podcast and I I'm honestly I say this with like so much heart like I'm just so happy for all the growth that you've had and all that you've done like it's just it makes me so happy to see you like flourishing so Mm, sister thank you so much i'm sure krizel will be back soon so until next time guys bye guys thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the fill your cup podcast i am so grateful and so appreciative for all your love for all your support if you resonated with anything in this episode if you feel all of the good vibes if you feel feel like your cup is filled back up please share, take a screenshot of the episode, post it on your Instagram stories, tag me at Movin' and Groovin'. Let me know what you think. Leave a rating, leave a review. That is going to help get the show into as many ears as possible, as many ears that need this show. So I appreciate it. Have a great day. Keep spreading your love, keep spreading your light, and keep filling up that cup.